0: What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the Boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in.
1: All right, welcome back to the Boys of 161st Street. This isn't your regular, everyday, regularly scheduled programming. This is the start of the long-awaited annual roll call episodes where we do individual episodes on every player on the Yankees and also the new players on the Yankees. This one's going to start off with none other than Newly minted Yankee Corey Kluber. Gonna deep dive into everything about the guy. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, okay. So we had the emergency episode about the DJ News shortly after that. More what we, breaking news. Well we all assumed it was gonna happen, we already predicted this, but now pen to paper, Corey Kluber's a Yankee. So Breaking News again. What else should we do to start <laughs> roll call episodes than use the most exciting player that we I mean because all the other players have been on the Yankees before and we've done these before for them. So We thought it would be a good two for one because we were talking about the transaction like we would on a regular podcast, but we're also kicking off the roll calls with a bang. So, before we get going on that, how are we doing? Fucking great. Got Kluber.
0: Big signing. Solidifying the rotation. I mean, can't get any better than that. Cashman literally just did everything in one day.
1: It was crazy. Yeah, Murph, it Murph said it best. Murph is not here with us today. Today you got Luke, Chandler, I was gonna say, and, I didn't, and want to, I didn't want to
0: t- say something about his credit, so thank you for bringing Murph. Bro- I was going to bring up what Murph said, but I didn't want to take credit for what he said.
1: Yeah, Murph said it best. He said uh, Cashman put off his final paper until the last very last second and got an A+. And it's actually ridiculous because it seemed like he was trying to add more to the A+. He was going for extra credit with this the, the Luis Castillo rumors and all that yeah. stuff, which, you know, it, you know, it's actually really funny because the guy who had the news like the Dominican reporter or something he actually follows us it's it's really funny <laughs> cuz my friend sent it to us and he was like yo check out this report like apparently it's a done deal from the yankee side he said that was his cop out but he said it's a done deal this and that so i go to check the reporter and it said follows you and i was like what why do you follow we didn't follow him so we scummed him a little bit but anyway that ended up not being the case jeff passant dropped the bomb and from the top rope you just said stop listening to people who consistently get it wrong but yeah that doesn't necessarily mean it's it's off the table it means it wasn't set in stone then yet well it's a little
0: off the table we can get into a different episode but either way yeah yeah chad how you doing
2: leave it uh i'm good hanging out oh i forgot to tell you guys last week still riding high i went to a yankee wedding that was nice what does that mean uh somebody on the yankees wedding my boy brandon lockridge i think he's like the 24th best prospect in our uh pipeline or something like that twenty four, twenty six. but great time congratulations to him and uh courtney
1: when you said <laughs> when, when you said yankee wedding i did not think that's what you meant i thought I, you meant it was just like a, a wedding yeah no they th- were just yankee wearing jerseys and there was pinstripes and everybody was wearing jerseys or at least yankees ties or something i don't know you couldn't know me what you like meant.
0: 11 different guesses i no. would never have gotten that. but then
1: when you said <laughs> a yankee player wedding i was like what did I, what are we in for right now i don't know what oh, you're yeah. about to tell us oh, I, I know people brandon right. lockridge look him up Let's get the Corey Kluber. Yeah, so the Yankees over the weekend, but to start the weekend, what a great Friday that was to get Corey Kluber on the Yankees, along with DJ Beck and some international player who I'm not really sure about. But Corey Kluber is a Yankee, and a lot of people are excited about this move. I'm um, excited about this move. We've been talking about it for a long oh, I'm time. Juiced. Uh, I'm so juiced about this move. But as a little bit of a, a word to the wire a little bit of a cautionary tale. A lot of people are just thinking. Okay, World Series, absolutely, like no doubt about it. Because a lot of people, I've seen some dumb things on Twitter that were like, you know, if we get like 2017 Corey Kluber, I'll be like really happy. Like yeah, no, no fucking shit. shit. He won the Cy Young that year, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, if I got 2017 Corey Kluber, I'll be. And I think it was phrased like, not. I would be super happy. It was like, I'd be, I'd be happy with that. Like, really, <laughs> like, like I'll settle, yeah, I'll settle, settle for that. I'll settle for twenty seventeen Cy Young Corey Kluber, dominant Corey Kluber. Yeah,
0: that's like the <laughs> that's the unreachable bar, in my opinion. They, I I don't think that's ever gonna happen, and that's just ridiculous to say. But I'm super stoked about the guy. I mean, again, we've been talking about it for a long, long time, and I think he really fits the rotation. Uh, he he fits the need that we have right now. I'm not gonna say fits the rotation well because we have a very high risk, high reward rotation right now. And what do you mean by that? Like Corey Kluber is kind of like could be really good, could be really bad, could be somewhere in the middle. We kind of have no idea what to expect out of him. We really we hope he can be, you know, have a, you know, 350 ERA and win a couple ball games. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Um, but we really have no idea. He hasn't pitched really a full season since 2018. He had, he pitched what? He pitched five games, sorry, seven games in 2019, then 2020 had completely off.
1: Yeah, so when you look back at the stats, I, I do agree. We don't, you don't really know what that's you're going to get.
0: That's only one guy. Then we have like Montgomery, we have Debbie, we have Schmidt, we have yeah. Sevy. Like, there's just there's a bunch of toss ups that could be very, very high I mean, risk. The only high sure reward.
2: thing is Cole. So.
0: Yeah, the only sure thing is Cole right now, and everyone else is kind of like, they could have great seasons, they could have shit the bed, they could prove themselves, they prove themselves, they could not. So it's going to be really exciting to watch, and I hope it all turns out to be
1: to be good. But I just think it's very, very like
0: we have no idea how it's gonna
1: end yeah you know and when you look when you look at the numbers and we've obviously talked about this a ton when because we wanted this to happen from the beginning of the offseason i wanted Corey kluber i wanted Corey kluber i wanted darren o'day and i wanted dj lemay you back and so far two out of three it's happening and i think darren o'day like i said and i'll keep saying it <laughs> i think i mean they, we don't have much money left if we don't want to go over the the salary the uh the the the, the, the uh, luxury, luxury tax. tax that's the word it's jinx and <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's that's the move to make. But this is about Corey Kluber. When you look at his numbers last two years, like you said, Damon, uh, age 33 season, 2019, uh, he did not pitch much. He was 2-3. He had seven games started. He had a 5-8 ERA, which doesn't really throw that away because it's only seven starts. So over the last two years, he's had eight starts. So that's not great. Obviously, but the year before
0: that, in 2018, he had exactly. the most
1: innings pitched ever. Uh, sorry, not ever, but in that season, he led the league in innings pitched. Which means he's a workhorse, and he was a Cy Young three. Came third in Cy Young all star, and obviously the year before that, he. I mean, he was a Cy. I mean, just when you look at the the, the years, twenty fourteen to twenty eighteen, we're looking at one of the most dominant pitchers in all of baseball in in the last couple of decades. Mm-hmm. Because dominant well,
2: and durable, he pitched yeah. over two hundred innings in every one of those years. Exactly, that's something we desperately need
1: exactly. So, and that's when you point. look when you look at players on the Yankees, they're not necessarily the most durable and. It's it's nice. It's a breath of fresh air to see that he is durable, especially since he's coming off of these injuries because it's like, okay, that's not really what he is. He's not a necessarily a, a, a injury-prone pitcher for his career. He's yeah. just coming off injury. There's a big difference between those two things. So that's what gives me a little bit more hope that he isn't going to fa- fall into injuries. But yeah. more, more on this. When you look at... I mean, I play around with baseball reference all the time. I always look at players, and it's just fun to... See what, what like Hall of Fame players look like when like what they did in their careers, how often they made the All Star teams, like all these things, and then you compare them to current players and see like okay, where do they stack up? And that's when we talk about Glaber on on his roll call episodes. And I said to Andrew last time, I was like, is it that outlandish to? say that he's on a Hall of Fame pace? And we're like, no, because he's 21. He made an all-star team every single year. Granted, I'm not saying he's going to make all the Hall of Fame right now, but Mm -hmm. it's just cool to compare the two. And looking back at Corey Kluber, I mean, from 2014 to 2018, Cy Young won in 2014, MVP 11, Cy Young 9, Cy Young 3, Cy Young 1, Cy Young 3. Like, those are some of the most consistently dominant five years I've ever seen on Baseball Reference. I mean, correct. If, if you're listening right now and you have a more dominant one, I'm not saying he's the most dominant one, but that's pretty damn good, and that's a pretty damn good pitcher. He's just got the pedigree, and that's. Yeah. And if you're coming off two years where you're you really haven't pitched, and it's, like it's not like he pitched and he pitched bad. He just didn't pitch. Like he's. It's not like he was alive for those seasons and he just wasn't good. He didn't lose his his talent. He he was just hurt. So. Mm-hmm. I think, like we said, and the reason why we wanted this is because it is such a low risk, high reward situation, especially because it's a one year deal. And we were even talking before this contract was set in stone when we were just debating whether we should get him, what we should give him, all that stuff. We were thinking he was going to want more than one-year deal, and this kind of just fell in our lap. As like, oh, he wants a one-year it deal. Like, oh, great. It just oh, it was perfect. It was <laughs> like,
2: actually perfect. Oh, grand. Like it's You like, want a oh, one-year you, deal? You want a one-year deal? So do and we. That's what we wanted yeah. to give you. So here you go. We'll give you a one-year deal. You see, deal. It actually and, took less to be uh, with the Yankees than anybody else.
1: It took less? I mean, it was, that was a more expensive yeah. deal than we thought it would be. It was 11, no, right? He was
2: he was offered two or three contracts bigger than what we gave him. More than 11? Yep.
1: <coughs> I did not know that. that. That was one thing that did shock us, the amount that we gave him. But, you know, I'm not – am I upset by it? No, because he's get damn Kluber. When you look at these stats, it's just like
2: – Yeah, this is a guy that was up there with Justin Verlander every single year, you know. See, the way I see it is – Four or is, five years. Yeah,
1: the way I see it is he is getting paid 11. Now, that could be – there's a very, very few alternate scenarios where that is not worth the money. Just even to see if, it's, if he can – it just—it's like almost like a, like eleven million dollars. Like okay, it's like a gamble, but like it's it's like a, it's a very high risk, a low risk gamble. It's like oh well, it's like mm-hmm. we will give eleven it's million like dollars just to, just to wait and see. Like okay, let's see, let's see if this pans out, sort of thing. If it doesn't, whatever. We tried, but like the idea was there. But also, like you will never look stupid to, with this contract. Yeah, so I'm exactly.
0: Because like again, he's coming off of dominant four years, and then got an injury, and then wants to come out and prove himself which is his exact words. I want to come out and improve myself, which is why I want to take a one year deal. Like that fires me the hell up. Like yeah. I want a guy who wants to come out there and improve himself and not just pitch to pitch for money. And that's exactly what we need. I keep saying it time and time again, but that's it's, it's just perfect.
1: It's a perfect fit for our rotation right now. Yeah. And when and when I was comparing what we like the reason why I was so high on this is when you look at obviously this is like best case scenario. Best case scenario is that Corey Kluber is a 2017 pitcher or shell of that. Any a shell of that is still fine. But I'm looking at this as absolute best case scenario and why Cashman and they wanted to go all in on this and make make sure it happened as soon as they got like the the necessary like checkpoints. Make sure he's actually healthy when they all went to the scouting session to see him pitch. And he threw 88 to 90, if I'm not mistaken. He looked mm-hmm. good and he would be on pace for his regular. Uh, miles per hour, which is like 93 or so yeah, you know, he in his hard by spring with. training. So, yeah. So, my, my, my point is, I think the best, 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 best. Now, do I think this is going to happen? But no, but it could. It, it starts to smell like a Verlander revival situation as the absolute best case scenario. Like yeah. I said, again, I'm not saying this is like, oh, my God, he's going to be a Verlander thing, <laughs> but it can. He so can, and I don't think that's that crazy. Um. The more likely scenario, I think, I think he's more of like a, what Charlie Morton has been in the last year, year and a half. So I'm not saying the year in 2019 because he was Cy Young 3. But I think over the course of the last two years, you push them together. I think that's around what you're going to get out of Corey Kluber. And I think yeah. their games are very similar when you look at their the like this, the stat castings things and all of the the analytics like they, they pitch very similar they throw very similar pitches their styles are similar they throw the same velocity on their fastball around 93 mid 90s um they're not really like wild they're very like accurate pitchers they pinpointed they hit the corners they do they're very savvy veterans he's 34 morton's up there like like 38 I think he is or mm-hmm. something like that people thought he's gonna retire but like guys like that they've been around the block I think that's a very good comp as to what I think we can get out of him—a guy towards you know the back end of his career. But I think he's got a lot of like savvy veteran presence he's around the locker room. Left. He's got he's got a little bit left. He's got a lot to prove, like you said. He wants the one-year deal, and it, that is just so huge to have a, a really strong. This is what I think he's going to be—a really, really strong middle of the rotation to upper echelon of the middle of the rotation, depending on how he does. He could be the two, but. If he's a three in this rotation, that's perfectly fine by me when Seve comes back. There's a lot of moving parts, but I think he's a very, very strong middle rotation guy with a lot of experience. He can pitch in the big games. Maybe not against us. We shelled him in 2017 when Didi took him yard, but he is a very... Twice. twice, (laughs) but he's a very good... Luckily, he pitches for the Yankees, not against them now, and Didi's not not in the picture. But I think he just pays more dividends than his own pitching ability when he's on the mound once every five days. And we've said that about Garrett Cole a ton. Because mm-hmm. with, like what is what else does he bring to the table? So Garrett
0: Cole and and Corey Kluber as the veteran pitchers in the uh rotation right now, teaching Devin Garcia, Clark Schmidt and these young guys, like, that's what you that's what you want. That's like passing the torch. Like, hey, let's go win this thing this year and then pass the torch to you guys. Well, not for Garrett Cole's because he's gonna be here forever, but you know what I mean. These they're they're great people to have around the locker room to kind of teach these young players how to fucking go out there and and win and play
2: what excites me about him is just i feel like his worst case scenario assuming he stays healthy is still good like we're talking about base best case scenario realistic but i feel like even worse like if worse comes to worse i think he's still going to be hovering around a four era the guy didn't break into the big leagues till he was 27 or so he broke in a little younger but didn't really stick till 27 that shows me he's mentally tough He's been around a while from there, you know. He knows how to pitch. He wasn't just dominating stuff. He's not CC Sabathia at like twenty three, just coming in with stuff nobody's ever seen. I mean, the man knows how to pitch. and I feel like even if he's bad, he's not going to be bad enough to where like, oh, what the fuck? Why did we give this guy eleven million? We're be like, well, he kind of sucked, but he ate some innings for us and he gave us a chance.
0: Yeah, I mean, like looking at his stats over the years, man. He his worst season so far. His worst complete season so far. Complete meaning he. Pitched the whole season, didn't get injured, and didn't go halfway. His ERA was a 385. Worst season ever in his career so far as a full season. If we can get a full season
2: 385, I'm not upset. That was his first full season in the big leagues, too.
0: Exactly. And that was his first full season. Everything else after that has been better up until he got injured in in 2019, 2020.
1: Yeah, if you throw away that 580, right, because it's seven starts, like, 35 innings pitched, just throw that away. Everything yeah. else is just absolutely ridiculous stuff. Like, And there's nothing, like you said, everything else after that is in the low threes and or uh, low twos and mid twos. Like, it's just insane. He's, yeah. a, he's a generational talent that you can get on a discount because of the situation. And I don't see, like I said, even if he does suck, this isn't a miss in any way. because. No. It was worth the chance, and and you don't just see that based on like what the Yankees did. Everybody showed up to that that pitching session. There was they said thirty teams there, all thirty teams were there. It's no secret that he was a highly sought after player, and everybody saw the value in him. It's just the, he wants to play for the Yankees. There was a mutual understanding that like you could very much help this team win a World Series. I'm not saying he tips. He's like the the. That, he doesn't tip the hand, but he sure as hell helps. He, he certainly can, though. Like, he can. He, a lot of people are like, saying, yeah. like, a bunch of people opposing fan pages and stuff like that. Their, their mentality is like, oh, the Yankees, when they get Corey Kluber, like, oh, my God, we're winning the World Series. Like, that may not be the case alone, yeah. but... It's it actually can be he can just because there's so a step much uncertainty.
0: A step towards that. Yeah, there's just so much uncertainty, and like that's why we can't be definitive and say yes, it's going to help us out. Like it's not like a Garrett Cole is coming off the best season ever and saying you sign him, and that's the that's a, the key we need to win the World Series.
3: Yeah, but no, I mean, but-
2: two epi- two or three episodes ago, we were talking about we need we don't need another Garrett Cole as great as it would be the Trevor Bauer or whatever. We need a couple two or three guys. This is one of those. Go out get one more like that, and then that might be true that we are closer. You know, knocking on the World Series door. It was
1: it was the risk we needed to take. Exactly, and and my last point that I wanted to make about this that makes me excited about this and so happy about getting a guy like this in the rotation is that when you fast forward to October, who would you rather have on the bump? Would you rather have Garrett Cole, Corey Kluber, Luis Severino, or would you rather have not Corey Kluber? Like Corey, <laughs> Kluber, Corey Kluber to me is like very. Like you're going into game three or game two or game five or whatever it may be, just having that extra guy, like that that pedigree guy, like the guy who you who could be a stopper. Like has the the just the name and the, it's Corey Kluber. Like you He's have He's a
2: guy kinda like Cece towards the end of his career where, you know, he gets thrown into a must win game and you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like you're, if if you're Debbie not, comes in yeah. as much as I love the guy, you're still like, uh, you know, but I mean you're like, Okay, well, if nothing else, this guy's got fucking years of doing it, I trust him. Yeah, like look at Charlie
1: Morton recently. Charlie Morton was borderline <laughs> yeah. the MVP of the Rays in this yeah. play, in this playoff run and last year he almost won a Cy Young. It's just like guys that know how to pitch and who have been through the ringer in pl- high leverage playoff scenarios, I'll take that 10 10 times out of 10 even if their talent level is starting to dip at the back end of their career over a guy like Debbie Garcia who's Ooh. never been there yet and who has a higher ceiling in terms of talent and going forward but hasn't been there. I have much more, a much greater peace of mind with a guy like Corey Kluber in there, no doubt. But we also don't even know if he's up, if he's on decline. We have no idea. No, we don't. I'm just saying, which is crazy. Even if he is, I still I still like the idea. I, I, I feel safe knowing that I go into a game and Corey Kluber's on the bum because I think he even if he if he gets into trouble, I know he has the veteran savviness to just figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no moments exactly. too big for him. Exactly. Except when mm-hmm. DD's in the bump, but he's not on the team <laughs> Luckily, right now. We do not need so, to deal with that. Anyway, that is all I have about Corey Kluver, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about. I'm just pumped. I'm really pumped to see him pitch. No, no, I'm,
2: I'm feeling am, good about it, but I think he, I think he's gonna be a good addition. Great going be a great addition to the addition. team. So
1: like we say every time, you're already on the app, market aid, give us a five star rating. <laughs> give us a five star rating review on iTunes. If you want to write something like we said, we would love to read them aloud on the next podcast, but they help us out a ton. Uh, make sure you follow us all on Instagram if you want to follow any of us. That's uh, in the podcast description below. Yeah, a lot of the episodes. These episodes are going to start coming out a lot more frequently than the regular Tuesday releases. Now that we so know we have an actual team, the schedule going forward. So spring training is about a month away, is it? Give or take, yeah. So the way we're going to schedule these are every. Other day I think we decided. Mm -hmm. Every other day we're gonna release another 15-minute episode of every player on the Yankees. If it's not every other day, maybe every third day, we haven't actually decided yet. We're gonna map it out so that it leads up to the start of the season. So you get a preview of every player on the team. Also gonna regularly schedule the Tuesday episodes as well. And when the season starts, you get a Tuesday and a Friday release, and that is the schedule going forward. A lot of exciting things so we got planned for this season. Like always. Go yanks, go yanks. Go
3: yanks. All the guys at 161st street, I just have two words for you. See ya. Let you know I'm feeling blue you. Give me one more chance, give me one more dance. So feel Keep mm-hmm.